Nun Gimel Beis, six lines from the bottom, quoting the Mishnah, Nafal Asaychai, Shor Vekelev, Benishtabu, etc. And we said that the owner of the board is not responsible to pay for the Kalim because of Xeris Akasav. Notes the Gemara Masnisen, well, that opinion in our Mishnah is Delo, not like Rabbi Yehuda Desanyu, if a Bryce goes to the end of the line, I boxed his name, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda Mechayev, on this Kalim Bebor. If you're the one responsible for the board, somebody's Kalim fell in, you're responsible to compensate them for the uh, damaged Kalim. Okay, my time at the Rabbanon, I know the Rabbanon will ping-pong back and forth now between the two opinions, the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yehuda. What's the reason of the Rabbanon? Well, to Amar Kra, because the Pasuk says, V'nafal, Shama, Shor, Oi, Chamor. And we darshan those two terms, Shor and Chamor. Shor, we darshan V'loi Adam. It's only if a ox falls in, literally, uh, not a person. Uh, if a person uh, falls in and dies, uh, the boar owner is potter. Chamor, donkey, V'lo Kalim, and not Kalim, and that's why the boar owner would not be responsible for Kalim that were damaged in a pit. Rabbi Yehuda, I don't know Rabbi Yehuda, question mark. He would tell you that the word, when it says, it doesn't just say v'nafal shama shor v'chamor, rather it says v'nafal shama shor o'chamor. So the o, that one word in quotation marks, is the rabbis, that additional term comes to include kalim, that there will be liability that the bore owner will have to compensate for kalim. They say, true, that word o is a uh, superfluous, unnecessary. However, oh, mi baile We needed to differentiate. In other words, you might have thought to say that when is the boron or chayev? When somebody's shore and chamor fall in. That's what the O is to tell you no. Either one or the other is enough to be Mechayev, the boar owner of Rabbi Yehuda. I don't know Rabbi Yehuda. Where does he know that very important uh, issue? Lechalek, mi venafal nafal. The Pasuk says, venafal shama borachamor. Venafal is in the singular. So we would know any uh, one on its own would be Mechayev, the boar owner. Verabanan or Rabbanan. They say, well, True, v'nafal literally means one. V'naflu means many. However, v'nafal at times can also, v'tuva mashra, can imply many. Rashi brings a number of psukim where the verb used seems to indicate a singular uh, issue, but uh, it's actually coming to qualify a uh, plural issue. Ema asks the Gemara now, well, why not learn the Pasuk as follows? One word in quotation marks, v'nafal, that would be the Klal, that's a general term. Falls in, what falls in? Well, anything that falls in. The next term, two words in quotation marks, shor v'chamor, that would be a prod. That's a specific item, a specific term. And, well, if you have that limud, what do we know you do with a klalu prod? Well, klalu prod, ain b'chlal, elamasha b'prat, which would mean shor v'chamor in, only if it's an ox or a donkey, but midiachrini, some other type of thing, lo, would not be, uh, the boar owner would not be uh, liable to uh, be responsible for uh, d- d- damages to those things. Well, Amri, we answer. Now, we're going to have three approaches to answer this question. One is over here. I put a number one in the margin. About 12 lines down. First word on the line is low. The next word is Eli. Squiggle underline that Ella and put a number two in the margin and circled it. And about 12 lines below that, first word on the line is She'ain. I put number three in the margin there. In the middle of that line, we'll have an Eli. Squiggle underline that. So as we can see, we're going to have a few approaches. Here's the first. Again, why not say you have Venafal is a klal. Shorn chamor is a prat, basically only shorn chamor, but nothing else. Amri, so we answer uh, three words in quotation marks. Bal habor yishalein, which is also in that pasuk, the owner of the pit shall pay. Well, that's sort of a general, pay for what? Pay for apparently anything. That goes back and gives a general term. Kama, what are you left with? Klal upratu klal. Kama, yatadan, 
how do you learn a klalu prat? Well, you have to do it similar to the prat. Well, what was the prat? Maha prat, which was shor and chamor, it's mefurash balechaim, the things that are alive. Afkal, so too, anything else that is alive that falls into a pit, the owner of the pit will be liable. Asks the Gemara, well, imaha prat, one second. You can get more specific than that. The prat, both ashor and chamor, is mefurash davar, it's something, that if it dies, there will be tuma transferred um, from it to the one who touches or uh, carries it. Afkal, maybe so to anything else, to be chayv and abor, would be something that would require shenevelasa, that its uh, carcass, its uh, dead body, would transfer to magumasa. And I underline three words of Allah, maybe birds, not. However, you can imagine a bird being hive in a pit. Maybe there's water in the bottom of the pit and it dies that way. Uh, maybe it's, I don't know, an ostrich or a chicken or a penguin or types of birds that don't really fly. But either way, maybe birds not. Says the Gemara, no. In Cain, if th- we were to exclude Ifis from a chiv uh, of a boar owner, Nichtlev Rachmana, Chad Prata. Well, the Pasuk could have just have written one prat, only only one animal, and the the second one that it's written would come to be marba oifais. Okay, so you suggest that we could have just written either shor or chamor. Which one should it have written? Hey nichtoiv colon e i squiggling on the word e. If you want to say kas of shor, it only wrote shor. Well, if it only wrote shor, I would have mistakenly thought havamina karvlek up in mizbeach in something that could be offered in the mizbeach, like a shor or a sheep or a goat, but. Something that cannot be offered in for instance, like a chamor, maybe low, maybe there's no liability uh, for the pit owner if that animal falls in and dies. And that's why it had to write chamor. Kama, ve'i, I squeal underline the word ve'i, and if Kasrachmana chamor had only written chamor, hava, I mean, I would have thought, well, you know what type of animals are included? Kadosh bebechaira in, something that has a firstborn uh, offspring of it having holiness. However, Shane, Kadosh bebechaira loy, if it doesn't have firstborn being holy, maybe not. And that's why it had to write, sure. Okay, so basically both terms had to be written, so we can't really suggest that, well, if only one had been written, the second one's coming tomorrow, but if it's not, both are needed intrinsically. Ella, here we have the squiggle underline, this takes us to the second approach. Again, the original question, maybe Shor V'chamor is the Prat, and there's a Klal opening, and that Klal opening is Klal Prat, and it's only Shor V'chamor, Dafka, Ella, Amar Kra. The Pasuk also says, there's another phrase, I dot underline three words, V'hameis Yeloi. And the carcass shall be his. Now, the carcass of apparently, like any animal, call any specifically animal de bar misa. Anything that can die if it falls into a pit is included. Well, last the Gemara ben Rabbanan deka memati luhulakelim. Whether you're going to go according to the Rabbanan approach, who says that there is no liability for if Kalim fall in and break. Or you go the other approach, Rabbi who says we're coming to include Kalim, that if they break, the board owner will be responsible. Comma connector. What do you mean Kalim? Why do you have to exclude it? And certainly if we're included it, Kalim b'nei misen enu, do Kalim die? Yep, they do. Amri, shavirasan, when a kli smashes, zuhi misasan. That is the equivalent of an animal dying is a kli breaking. Um... I think it's colloquially in English sometimes a person will say, oh man, my car died. Now, the car didn't die, it doesn't have a soul, doesn't have a spirit, doesn't have lungs, but what it means is it's no longer useful for the purpose that it was originally intended for. I put brackets in here, and we bracketed off the next three and a half lines till uh, the word may hevla. 
Ularav, just as an aside, the last few days we've had Rav mentioned uh, frequently, the Rav who says, Bor, that the type of Bor that's is for the Hevel, for the atmospheric intensity, well then, Ben Rabbanu, Ben Yehuda, you would ask, Kalim B'nei Hevlan Inu? Are Kalim really affected by atmospheric change or intensity or lack thereof? Amri, Yep, they are. We're not necessarily used to this, but bechadeti de mifki mehevla with new kalim, especially in those days. That at, at times, like the first time you used it, or it was more sensitive to the uh, elements, the mafki they could uh, crack or break because of the intensity of the hevla. That's the end of the brackets. Um, the Gemara says one second here. You want to use vahamesi aloy as the second. Klal hai, the phrase, three-word quote, Vamesi Eloi, Mibai Leilika de Rava. We need it for something else, for that which Rava said, Amar Rava. Shor Psula Mukdashin. Psula Mukdashin is it was an animal that was dedicated to the temple, but something happened to it. It developed a uh, moment, became puzzle, so it has to be redeemed, but the one who redeems it has limitations of what he can do with it. So a shore, an ox is Psula Mukdashin, Shenafal Labor, it falls into a pit and dies. Potter, the owner of the boar, is actually Potter. Why? Shinamar, because the Pasuk says that the owner of the boar has to pay Vadhamesi Eloi, and the Mace could do with what he wants. Now, that has to be a case where the Mace, the dead animal, is Bemishahamesh Eloi. Somebody who, dead animals, totally has to do what he wants when he wants to sell it for uh, McDonald's hamburger meat. He could do that. If he wants to sell it to a leather factory, he could do that. But he has to be able to do whatever he wants with it. Yatsaza, to the exclusion of a shore that's Psulei Hamukdashin, Shainamesh Eloi, where the Mace is not. Totally his to do with what he wants. Ella. So we had squiggle underline this Ella. This is the third approach. Again, back up to the fifth, sixth line at the top of the page. Apparently, we have a klal uprat. The klal is venafal. The prat is shorvachamor. So I would think only shorvachamor. That's the only animals that there'd be liability for for the boar owner. Ella. Here's the reason that we don't say that, but rather we include all animals. Elamar kra. Same passage there says, here's another phrase kesef yashiv libaalav. Uh, money has to be compensated or given back to the owner, which seems to include anything that could have an owner. The rabbi is called the Islay Bailim. Anything that has an owner. Really? Well, Ihachi Afilu Kalim Vadim Nami. Kalim has an owner. Adam, certainly in those days, let's say a slave uh, could have a owner. Well, no. Amar Kra, we already know that you don't include Kalim and uh, people because. The Pasuk says, Shor, in quotation marks, we know means Adam. There's no liability for the pit owner if a person falls in and dies. Chamor, a donkey velo kalim. And as we always do, we'll bring in Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda de Kamar Bilula Kalim, who does say that the pit owner is responsible for Kalim that fall in and break. Bishlama, so we understand the shore term, shore in quotation marks, Memai Beadam comes to exclude people. <coughs> Ella, we're kind of stuck because what would Rabbi Huda do with the Chamor term, Chamor in Quotation marks, my mimaybe. Can't see it's coming to my kalim because he says there's a chiv of kalim in a boar. Ella, and this is sort of like a conclusion of this sugya, as well as the sugya in um, Bav Metzia, uh, dealing with uh, Avedas. Ella, I vectored the word Ella. Ella Amarava. Chamor, in the context of the Torah over here, when it's talking about a boar, Kamala Rabbi Yehuda, that's the Tana we're dealing with. Big comma, and the word se, uh, put that in quotation marks, when it's dealing with Aveda, where it says, the whole Aveda Zachicha, and then it lists them all off Chamor, donkey, shore, ox, sheep, salma, a uh, garment, 
the word, all those words, we understand that we need them for something, but the word said, Aveda, according to all uh, opinions over there, that we're left with a kasha. Uh, we're not really exactly sure what we do with the extra term, both said in the realm of Aveda and Chamor, in our uh, case of the liability of a boar. Said the Mishnah, literally, it falls uh, into it, the Shor Cheresh Shaitavekatan. Now, my, I put these four words in right angles, Shor Cheresh Shaitavekatan. What does it mean? Elema. If you want to say it's sort of like possessive, that it's the Shor of a Cheresh, or a Shor owned by a Shaita, or a Shor owned by a Katan, well, then the Diuk would be Hashor Shal Pikeach, who is a Shor owned by like a person who's all there. Potter? Those would be Chai, but that would be Potter. That can't be. Um, Rabbi Yochanan, so Rabbi Yochanan says, no, look at it as an, an adjective. It's a shore that is a cherish, or a shore shehu shoita, or a shore shehu katan. Hey, the shore is deaf mute. The shore is a bit of a crazy shore, or the shore is a cute little shore, in all those cases. But then we have a similar question. The deal could be, ha, shore shu bikeach, like an adult, all there type of shore. Potter? Question mark? Like, uh, would that be potter? That doesn't, not what we seem to have set up till now. And the Gemara has two approaches to answer this. The first approach is over here. I put a number one in the margin and circled it. And three lines before it gets wide, first word on the line is L'Saychai. I put a number two in the margin and circled that. So let's start with approach number one. Amra Virmiya? No, no. Lomi Baya, Kamra. The way to understand this is as a Lomi Baya. Like, I don't even have to tell you something else, but I'll tell you the bigger Chiddush, and they'll both be obvious. Colon. Lomi Baya, sure, Shubikeach. A regular old shore that is all there and can see and hear. Dechayev, of course the boar owner would be liable for that if the shore fell in and died. Aval shore, that's a cherish or shaiter or katan. Ema, I might have thought to say, listen, the boar owner can't be held responsible. The fact it's a deaf mute. It was like it couldn't hear and it, you know, it doesn't have all of its senses about it. Uh, the fact it was a little one and, and didn't like know how to walk properly. And maybe I would have thought that the balabor should be off the hook, not liable. Kama kamash we that is not the case. Well, Amar le Ravachal Ravina, Vahatanya. I triangle this word Vahatanya. This is the first next source that's going to be brought as a question. Um, the five lines later, directly underneath this, is another Vahatanya. I also put a triangle around that. So this first brisa is all of five words. Nafalasoichai Bardas Pater. If there falls into it, we're talking about a boar, a bardas, one who has um, intelligence, putter, the boar owner is putter, he's not liable. Now, what thing of intelligence are we talking about? That's the end of the snake source connector, my love, shore, bar, das. Well, that would be a shore that has das, and we're saying over here that it would be putter. Uh, question on the Lomi Bayab shot that we had about five lines ago? Amarle says back Ravina to Ravacha, no, what it's referring to there is Adam, a person. Okay, so it's not referring to animals at all. Ah, Yalameyata, well, if that's the case, Adam ben Das, who de Potter? A person who's all there, that's where the boar owner is Potter. Halav ben Das, who, if the person was eh, a little bit retarded or doesn't have halachic Das, who, Dechayev, question mark, really? But we've seen this numerous times over the last few days. Comma connector, the Pasuk says specifically, sure, that's in quotation marks, Veloy Adam Ksiv. So a short little Adam sounds like any Adam. The boar owner would be putter if a person falls in and dies. Elamai, so we're going to have to go back to the drawing board. When it said four lines ago in the Brisa, I put two words in right angles, Bendas, you know what it means? Min Bendas, a type of 
creature that has intelligence. Basically, what we know as Homo sapiens, human beings, or people. Amar Lei, well, says, Bekravach HaTaravina Vehatanya. We had already tried this Vehatanya, and this one is another Tanaic source, almost the same size as the previous one. This one goes six words, and it's pretty clear, this one. It says, Nafal Shore Ben Das. So don't tell me we're talking about people in this price. We're talking about a Shore Potter. In which case, we have to go back to the drawing board. Ella! So I squiggle around the Ella. Given that Brysa, Amarava, that a shore, which is Cheresha Deaf Mute Shore, or a shore Shushaita, sort of crazy shore, or shore who cuts on a little shore, Davka, specifically those and only those would the bore owner be Chayev to have to compensate if it fell in and died. Avala Shorva who be Keach, if it's a shore that's all there, I can see it's fine. Potter, the borner would actually be not liable to pay for that. My time, what's the reason? Because a shore, especially like an animal, that is uh, walking along should see where it's going. Deboile, Iuni, Umezel is required to, you know, he doesn't have his, uh, his, his texting that he's in the middle of or his, uh, his WhatsApps or his Facebook page or his Instagram or whatever he's, he's distracted by, or for that matter, even his uh, gamar that he's going over, his business deal or whatever it is, animals should be looking where they're going. If they don't, it's not the boar owner's responsibility. Tanami Hachi, we even have a brysa that says like this, the brysa goes just over a line till the Mishnah, if in the pit falls a shore that is a cherish or shoita or katan or sumer or blind or mahalik balayla for that matter, any shore going along at night, chayev. However, it's a pikeach or mahalik a regular old shore that's all there and clearly has basic animal intelligence, actually the boroner would be putter. Says the Mishnah, we had Shorchamor by the boar, and we're saying that it really means like all animals. Well, there's many other places in the Torah where it says the term Shor and Chamor, um, but it really, what it means in all those, we'll see eight different places, is uh, basically all animals. So, Echad Shor Echad Kol and we'll number them off now in the Mishnah 1 through 8. Number 1, Lenefila Sabor, that's what we've been dealing with extensively, uh, falling into a boar, it's all animals. Number 2, Lehafrashas Har Sinai, when the Lord gave the Torah at Sinai and said, uh, and, well, actually, the Pashuk, the Pasuk says, Mishor va'ad chamor, that includes all animals had to be distanced from uh, Har Sinai. And number three, Litashlume kefel, a double payment that has to be made by a ganav uh, who's paying, that's no matter what he stole, uh, any type of animal. Number four, Ulahashavas aveda, if you're bringing back an aveda, even though it might mention specific animals, it means all animals. Number five, Leprika, which is helping unload an animal that is um, loaded up too much. Um, it's any type of animal. Uh, number six, lechasima, the uh, uh, iser of muzzling an animal while it's uh, doing work, let's say plowing or threshing. Um, you can't do that to any animal. Number seven is lekilayim, either uh, cross-breeding or using two animals to plow at the same uh, same time. Uh, and number eight, finally, is l'shabis, the resting of one's animals, is all animals. V'chein, similarly, all chayas and ofas also, um, Wild animals and birds, kiyotzebahen. Im came, says the Mishif, so lamanem are then, like, why, in many of these places, and specifically, like, by us, does it say, shor o chamor? Why donkey or ox? Well, it's kind of like saying, 
It's raining cats and dogs. Now, it could be raining also hippopotamuses and giraffes, but cats and dogs are the, simil- are the most common type of thing that, certainly, I guess, in America, people have as pets. Um, uh, so, too, Shor Hamor, those were the two common animals that people had. Basically, like the, the usual case. Or as Rashi says, and most of the time, people have a Shor and a Hamor, Shor or Hamor, but they don't usually have uh, hippopotamuses or porcupines. Says the Gemara, we're not going to go over points 1 through 8 of the Mishnah and see where exactly is the Pasuk that um, refers to uh, uh, that it's all animals. So number 1, says the Gemara, Lenefilis, Habor, falling into the boar, the Pasuk, like we saw on Amud Aleph, three-word quote, Kesev Yashiv the Ba'alav, Kesev must return to the owner, Ksiv, now the owner of what type of animal, just as the owner, which is called the Islay Bailim, Kede Amrin, any animal that has a owner, like we had said on uh, Amud Aleph, comma, number two, Sarsinai, the animals have distance from Arsinai, all of them, the uh, Pasuk says, Im behema, im ish lo if, uh, get too close, either the behema or the man, they will not live, okay? And it says behema, and it includes all animals, because chaya bichlal behema havyo, we've had this a few times, that even though behema like, literally means a domesticated animal and chaya is the wild animal, many times when the Torah uses the term behema, it includes even the wild animals. Kama. Im, remember that Pasuk said, im behema, im ish, the im is the rabbis, come to include also ha'ifois, birdies. Kama. The third point mentioned in the Mishnah was tashlume kefal, a thief who is returning, he would have to pay double kedah. Amrina, like we said, uh, here's a uh, phrase, al kol davar pesha, on any matter of uh, liability or sin, which is kal al kol davar pshia. It comes to include anything, uh, which would be any animal that a person could steal, which is, by definition, any animal. The fourth issue mentions in Mishnah Shavas Aveda, that you've got to return to the rightful owner. Um, the Pasuk over there by Aveda says, not only the Shor uh, Hamor, um, says, Three-word quote, L'chol Vedas achicha, to any lost item of your fellow brother co-religionist. Kama, the sixth issue mentioned in the mission was the prika, to helping unload any animal. Uh, Yolif, we learn Xereshava, chamor, chamor, the term chamor is said by both uh, the prika issue and also Shabbos. I know in Shabbos, we'll see shortly about Shabbos. The sixth issue, which is um, muzzling during uh, threshing, lechasima, for that issue. Yolif, we have an Xereshava, shore, shore. It says a shore word by chasima, it says a shore word by Shabbos, I mean Shabbos, and again, we'll see Shabbos in about a uh, line and a half from now. Number seven, the seventh issue mentioned in the mission was kilayim, which is either a mixed breeding or mixed uh, um, plowing in a field. So, colon, A, I squiggle on this word E, if we say the kilayim issue is the harisha of the using two animals to plow together, yalif, well, we could learn the xerishah of a shore, shore, from, you'll never guess what, that's right, from the Shabbos precedent, which we haven't yet seen, but we'll see in about a line from now, and a line Shabbos. Uh, B, E, I squiggle around this word, E, E, Kilayim de Harba, if the Kilayim issue is the mixed breeding issue. Well, Yolif, we learn, you never guess what, Xerisha Behemtecha, which it says by Kilayim, and Behemtecha, which says by Shabbos, me, Shabbos, and then Shabbos. Okay, so we're learning quite a few things. Specifically, we're learning Prika Chasima and Kilayim from Shabbos. Now the big question. Number eight, Vigabe Shabbos Minolan. The eighth thing mentioned in the Mishnah was Shabbos. So Shabbos itself, where do we know from? And these other ones we're going to have to learn from Shabbos. Well, this, Anya. The Gemara brings a four-line price that starts here. Rabbi Yisim, Mishum, Rabbi Shmuel. 
There were two times that the Aseris Adibris are mentioned in the Torah. One is in Shmais, and uh, one is in Dvarim. Bedibras Arishain is the first time that the Aseris Adibris are listed off. There are, by the way, they're basically the same. There's slight differences in each one. We're going to point out one of those differences here to bring out the point. So in the Dibras Arishain, it says, Avdecha ve'amascha uvehemtecha. And your uh, servant, and your female servant, and your animal. And in the second um, tablets, which are uh, recorded in uh, Sefer Dvarim, it says, specifically, list off a few animals, your ox, your donkey, that over there. Now, it could have just said, we would know shor and chamor. And why are they specified why just not mention Behemtecha and it would include Shor Vechamor? Well, Lamela comes to teach you Mashor Vechamor because it's special aspects of Shor Vechamor. Ha'amor Khan, which are said here by Shabbos, it's also Chaya and also Of Kiyotzebehen. Af Kol Chaya Ve'ayif Kiyotzebehen. So too in all of the others, wherever else the Pasuk uses the term Shor or Chamor, for instance, like helping unload or the muzzling issue, Chaya and Of are also included. That's the end of the Brisa. The Gemara asked a question, similar to the question we asked uh, earlier in this year. Ema, well, one second. Why don't we say that the Behema, that word in quotation marks, the Dibris or Rishenis is the first Dibris, which are mentioned in Shmois chapter 20. That is a klal. That's a general term. Animal. What type of animal? All types of animals. Then, comma, shor vechamorcha, uh, I put those words in quotation marks, your ox, your donkey, the Dibris Achreinis, which is later, that's a prat. So what are you left with? If you look at the Chumash in totality, or like specifically the two places it mentions, Aseris Adibris, you have a klal and a prat. Well, what do you do with that? Usually you say, ein bechal elamashim prat, which would lead us to the conclusion, shor vechamor in, only those two, but midiachrini, light, anything else? No. Well, we're not going to say that. I put number one in the margin. This is approach number one. And about eight lines later, first word on the line is uh, in or ain, and I put a number two in the margin over there. So here's the first answer the Gemara presents us with. Amri, the term vechol behemtecha, which it says in the Dibr Shniyas, it says first shor vechamor, and then afterwards vechol behemtecha, and any of your animals, you know what that leaves us with? Chazar vechalal, another klal. In which case, what do we have in totality? Kama klal upratu klal. What do you do with that? You know how you learn from that? You learn it similar to the prat. Well, maha prat, mefurash, balei chayim. It says, are those both animals? Yep. Afkol, so too, anything else? That's balei chayim, an animal. The Gemara asks, well, one second. The ema, why don't I say, ma prat mefurash, I, true, it's an animal, but it, you could also say it's something. It's the type of thing that its dead carcass will transfer tuma, uh, either by touching or by carrying off coil. So, too, any other type of animal has to be the type of animal. Connector, but would, would, what would not be included in that? Ophos, depending if it's tummy or not. Transfers to maybe base hablia, but not b'magu masa, so maybe birds not. Well, the Gemara answers Amri, im um, If that was the case, nichtayv rachmana chad prata. Let the pasuk have written one of the prats, either shor or chamor. So the Gemara says, one second. You tell me one of the prats would be enough, and I would know everything. Hey nichtayv, which one do you suggest that 
Rachmana, the merciful one in the Torah, writes, colon, I squiggle another word, if it had only said the word, one word in quotation marks, sure, half I mean, I would have thought, carve the gabbin well, what's unique about a shore? Well, it can be offered on the altar as a korban, but a type of animal, shein, or carve the gabbin that's not offered on an altar, I would have thought, low, those types of animals don't have to rest on Shabbos, therefore, because of Rachmana, that's why the Pasukofu wrote the term chamor, Chamor ain't an animal that you offer on the Mizbeach, but still it has to rest on Shabbos. Why not then just say the term Chamor by animals resting on Shabbos? V'i katsrachmana Chamor, put that in quotation marks, Havamina would have thought, well, the type of animal that's Kadosh Bebechaira, that its firstborn has special Kadusha in, yes, but Shein Kadosh Bebechaira lo. Therefore, Kasavrachmana, sure, that's why the Pasuk had to write, Sure, which is really not necessary because we know a sure when it has a, a firstborn. It's also kadosh bebechora, and we know that its firstborn is kadosh. We know that from chamor, in which case, oh, it must be that we're going to need that a short term to include, let's say, uh, horses and camels that are uh, quite similar to shorva chamor. Their dead carcasses transmit tuma. They are things that are alive, but maybe still, I would say, birds. No. Ella, I squiggle around the Ella. This gets us to the second approach. You know what we're saying? That final phrase that we wanted to use as a claw, lupratu claw, that final claw would be v'chol uh, behemtecha. Ella, v'chol. I double underline the word v'chol. It, just, it doesn't just say behemtecha. It says v'chol behemtecha. The final call is not just a klal, a general term. It's actually a more inclusive ribuya who. It's a ribuya, and we're not darshaning it as a klal prat, rather we're darshaning it as a ribuya, which is marba everything. Really? Is that like a general rule that the word kol can be a ribuya? V'chol heichat de kasav rachmano whenever uses the word kol. Ribuya who? You learn it as a more inclusive ribuya? Really? Vahagabe meiser. When it comes to meiser sheni, where we have the term kol written, one word in quotation marks, kol, the kadarshina lay, and we learn it as a klal uprat. We don't learn the final general term as a uh, as a ribui. We learn it as a regular old klal, as we see in the following three and a half line brisa. Says the brisa regarding meiser sheni. So meiser sheni, that second tithe. Um, you can either schlep all of it, like 10% of your crops those years up to Shlaim, or you could sell it in your local place and bring the money and then buy with the money uh, stuff in Yerushalayim. Now, what can you spend the money on? Pasuk says, V'nasata kesef bechol. I underline the word bechol. Asher anything that you want. That's a klal. That's certainly a general term. What? Anything. The Pasuk goes on, uh, quote, four, four words. Bebakaru v'tsoyin b'yayinu v'sheichar. Oxen, sheep, wine, uh, old wine, maybe. That is a prat. Those are definitely specific things. Then the pasuk continues for another four words and says, Ube kol. I underline the word kol asher tishal Anything that you want. Okay, and how are we learning using that final kol term? Chazar vekolol is another klal. So what are you left with, says the Brisa? A klal upratu klal. And we know the general rule is, Iatadan elekeina prat, that if you're going to learn to include other things, it has to be similar to the prat. Well, what's... Unique about the prat, bakar yayin sayin and sheikhar ma prat mafurash. Pre, me pre, it's something that comes from something else. In other words, a baby bakar sayin is born from its mother. Yayin comes from wine, sheikhar also. Vegi dule karkin, they all grow either from the ground or are sustained from things that grow from the ground. Afkal, so to everything else, has to be a pre, me pre, um, which would not come to include, let's say, 
mushrooms or truffles and gidule karka, things that grow from the ground, not on the ground, which also maybe not include water or salt. Bottom line, those things are not able to be purchased with your Meiser Shani money. That's the end of a long tenic source, but the bottom line is we're using the word bakol as a claw word, not the more inclusive ribui. So answers the Gemara, we have to be very specific here. Amri, uh, bakol is a klala, but Kol is a ribui. In other words, both the terms that were just used in the price of by Meiser Shani are bakol. It says bakol asher ta'ava or bakol asher tishalcha. Those are klala terms indeed. However, our term is kol behemtecha, not bakol, but just vekol behemtecha is a ribui. Kama ibai seima. Alternatively, I squiggle in on ibai seima. Kol, that word kol, is nami klalahu, also a klal, miu hai, ar Kol term when it comes to Shabbos, Kol de Hacha, who is a Ribui. Really, why is ours unique that it's a Ribui and not just a regular old Klal? Well, Midahavala the Michtav, since it could have written just Shorcha, Chamorcha, Ubehemtecha. And would they be a precedent for that? Yeah! Like the Dibras Rishainis, Kedixi Bidibras Rishainis. It says just Avdecha Amascha. It doesn't say kol behemtecha, yet over here, v'kasav, it says in the second Hebrews, two-word quote, v'kol behemtecha, shmami no, that that v'kol behemtecha is used as a ribui. Okay, ask the Gemara then, hashadamras, now that we said that the word kol, that one word in quotation marks, equals ribui, who, if it's a ribui and it's coming to include everything, then all the previous terms, like a, behemtecha, of the deeper sorry, shyness, and b, Sure. And C, Chamor, those two terms of the Dibras HaKroin is Lamali. If you're going to like include everything by using the Kol word, then what do you need those other three terms for? Uh, Amri, and this is a beautiful conclusion to the Sugya. We'll go a few more lines after this, but we had three things that we had learned, we said, from Shabbos. Amri, uh, B, the Shore of the Dibras HaKroinus is Lagmuri Tlunik Zereshova Shore Shore back to Chasima, like we had about 25 lines ago. Kama Chamor, that C term of the Dibras HaKroinus is Lagmuri Tlunik Zereshova Chamor Chamor Leprika for having to unload any type of animal. And A, the Behemtecha of uh, this Limud is Lagmuri Behemtecha Behemtecha Lekilayim. Well, ask the Gemari, if that's the case, that we're learning Kilayim from Shabbos, then afilu adam litzar. Can a person do work on Shabbos? No person can do malacha. And if we're learning from Shabbos, uh, apparently a person should also um, not be uh, 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 an issue uh, with uh, this thing. Alamatznan. Why though does it say though, as far as um, plowing a field, a person together with an animal, that that actually is allowed? Why does the Mishnah say? Here's a quote about six words. Box it off. Adam mutter im kulan Even though we're listing off a whole sorts of different animals, that if you put them together, it's an iser. A person and an animal is totally fine. Well, to answer that, Amar of Papa, he says none other than the Papunians. I don't know if they're black or white or gray Papunians, but the Papunoi Yadi Taima, the people from Papunia, who was the famous one, they know the reason to have milts of this issue. Manu. The famous Ravacha Bar Yankiv, who was from Papunia. Amar Kra, the reason over here by Shabbos is because the Pasuk says specifically, So that your slave, male slave, female slave, can rest on the Holy Sabbath like 
you, which clearly indicates that the connection is lehanacha hikshasiv, that like Eved and Ama and Behema is specifically for the resting issue, veloyla davarach, and not for something else, like let's say the Isr of Kilayim. Adkan.